Hi, friends. The passage today is Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 32. This is the story of the prodigal son. It starts in verse 11. And he, Jesus, said, There was a man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring the fattened calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called to one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fattened calf, because he has received him back safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him, but he answered his father, Look, these many years I've served you, and I've never disobeyed your command, yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad, for this brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. What I want to invite you to do is to insert yourself into the story as we reflect on what Jesus is saying here and pray through it together. In that culture, a father wouldn't divide his inheritance until he was dead. Essentially, the younger son coming to his father demanding the inheritance was not much different than saying, I wish you were dead. And yet the father in his generosity of spirit divides the inheritance with his son. The younger son wastes it all, finds himself in the lowest point in his life and says that he came to himself. Father, I pray that in any way that we've strayed from you, we would come to ourselves. We pray for friends and family members who are distant from you, who've run away. We pray that there would be a moment of awakening, realizing that things were better in my father's house and there would be a desire to return home and a repentance and a humility that would accompany that desire. And the younger son rehearses his lines. He knows what he's going to say, petitioning his father to be a servant in his father's house. And he sets his face and returns home. It says, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion. What an amazing thing. Father, thank you that you see us even when we are a long way off. 
and you feel compassion towards us. Though we have squandered your gifts, though we have rejected your ways, even just the faintest turning in our heart towards you, and you feel deep compassion. Father, thank you that that is the truth of your heart towards us. Now, may we embody the same heart. May we embody the same tenderness and compassion for those who are a long way off, who have wronged us. This youngest son wronged the father, denigrated his name, wasted his resources, spit in his face and said, I wish you were dead. And yet he feels compassion, tenderness. May we reflect that same heart of the Father. He felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him, casting off his dignity as an older Jewish man, running to this wayward son, embracing him, kissing him. Just see that in your mind's eye for a moment. You and I are the wayward son coming up over the rise in the hill, the family estate in the distance. Your father, your older brother, the hired hands working in the fields, and you can see him, you can see him just as you crest the hill. He's working, his eyes come up and meet yours, even though he's just a speck on the horizon off in the fields. He drops what he's doing and he starts to run towards you. And there's a spike of panic in your heart. What's his disposition? Is he coming in anger? Coming to execute vengeance on a wasteful, profligate son? But as he gets closer and you can make out his facial expression, the joy, there's a smile on his face, tears streaming down his cheeks as he's running towards you. And then shockingly, when he gets to you, he throws his arms around you and embraces you and kisses you. And you start to rehearse your lines. Father, I've sinned against heaven and before you I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. And there's more to the speech, but he cuts you off and he ignores you. The servants who were shocked at this display from their master have been following their master across the fields and they've just caught up and he starts shouting orders quickly bring the best robe put it on him put a ring on his hand shoes on his feet cover him establish again that he is my son that he has inheritance in my property that this is his land bring the fattened calf kill it let us eat and celebrate for this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found, and they began to celebrate. And you're shocked, bewildered at this reckless display of forgiveness, of joy, of reconciliation. And this is our story. When our hearts turned to the Father, all of heaven rejoiced. The Father rushed in, reestablished our standing with him, put the robe on us, covered our sins, put the ring on our finger, gave us identity again as members of his family, his kingdom, put shoes on our feet. Said, this is your land. You're invited into my space, my family, my kingdom, co-heir with Christ. The prodigiousness, the extravagance of the Father, 
rejoicing over one who's returned to him. And now we turn to the older son. He was off in a distant field. He didn't see the father run and embrace his younger brother. But after another day of backbreaking labor, he comes home and he hears the rejoicing. He hears the music and the dancing in the house. He calls a servant over. And I want you to imagine yourself as the older brother here. The servant comes up to you and explains what's happened. Your younger brothers come back. Your father's throwing a party. And immediately, envy and anger begin to smolder in your soul. <laughs> How could this be? This younger brother of mine who's made our family the laughing stock, who squandered my father's possessions and property, and he's gonna throw him a party for returning home? Where's the justice in this? I have been here, I've never left him. I have worked in the fields day in and day out. I have not squandered his property. And the comparison sets in, why has he never done this for me? You stiffen your neck and refuse to go in and celebrate this younger brother unjust. The father finds out that you've come home and are refusing to come in and he comes out to you. Pleading for you to come in, inviting you into the party. She answered, look, these many years I've served you. I've never disobeyed your command, yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. Feeling overlooked, undervalued. I have to imagine that the father's heart was grieved at this. In his response, son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. You see in the father's eye a grief, essentially asking, have I not been enough for you? You've always been with me, treasured my relationship with you. Everything that's mine is yours. You know my generosity of spirit. Every day I rejoice over you and your proximity to me. He says it was fitting to celebrate and be glad for this brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. Father, far be it from us to spurn your intimacy, to think that some celebration, notoriety, some promotion is greater than relishing our relationship together. May you be sufficient for us today that when those who are far from you, who have not put in the work, quote unquote, that we've put in, when they are elevated, when they're celebrated, we can celebrate with the same generosity of spirit because our tanks are full. We know whose we are. We know that we have unbroken fellowship with you by your spirit. And that would be enough for us. We would be the most celebratory people on the planet, celebrating those around us when they are blessed, when good fortune comes to them. That would give us great joy. We wouldn't stand on the outside, refusing to come in and celebrate because of envy, jealousy, pride, or bitterness. Thank you, Father, that you model this. This is your generosity of spirit. Ultimately, you are the one who was wounded, and yet you forgive and forgive extravagantly. You are the prodigal God. May we follow in your footsteps. May we live lavishly in the way that we love, in the way we extend forgiveness, in the way that we honor and esteem others above ourselves. 
Thank you that this is your love extended to us. We love because you first loved us. And the one who has been loved loves in return. Give us revelation of just how much we've been forgiven. All of us are the wayward younger son and all of us are the prideful older brother. And both sons find a home in you through your forgiveness, through your extravagant love. Help us to encounter that love again today. In Jesus' name, amen.